Imagine your new bathroom. A sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Hello, welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. This is your host, Pamela Clark, and you're listening to Education in the News. Welcome back. We have a lot of news stories to share, so let's get right on into it. This first one I have for you is from Philanthropy News Digest, and it says, Marion University awarded $5 million to expand engineering school. The five-year grant from Richard M. Fairbanks Foundation will help launch the E.S. Witchker School of Engineering and target the development of STEM and engineering talent among minority communities and women in central Indiana. And KLBK-TV and AMC-TV and Lubbock, Texas, reports that Texas students learn learn and earn through job program. Students with disabilities in West Texas are learning job skills and earning money through summer earn and learn program. The program emphasizes what students can do rather than what they don't or can't do, I should say, says Allison Roberts of Workforce Solutions. And the program sometimes leads to full-time employment opportunities for participants. Education Week reports that a project aims to relieve autism evaluation backlog. One of seven projects to receive grant funding through the National Center for Special Education Research aims to relieve a backlog of students awaiting autism evaluation. Megan Roberts, an associate professor for the communication sciences, sciences and disorders early intervention research group at Northwestern University, says she and her team are working on a telehealth-based protocol that would allow speech-language pathologists to evaluate students' autism risk. And the Daily Camera in Boulder, Colorado reports that teachers are urged to encourage students to take AP courses. Advanced placement courses should be accessible to every student, Colorado teachers were told during the 11th AP for All Summer Institute hosted by the Colorado Education Initiative. In partnership with St. Fran, it's a V-R-A-I-N, Valley Schools, the, se- the sessions focused on more than a dozen AP subjects with Erie High Principal Matt uh, but, uh, Buchler saying students can be encouraged by teachers to enroll in AP courses. And Streets Blog in Chicago says that Chicago is introducing adaptive cycling options. Chicago's Transportation Department is introducing people with disabilities to adaptive cycling through its bike share program, DIVVY. The city is working with Adaptive Adventures to make its cycling program more inclusive by offering recruit or recumbent hand cycle and tandem bicycles during introductory sessions.
Education Week reports that GAO advises Department of Education on special education. The Government Accountability Offices recommends to the U.S. Department of Education includes a focus on the rights of students receiving special education services in public schools. After conducting an audit, GAO report also includes a recommendation to identify factors that lead to underreporting of seclusion and restraints of students in school. Green Bay Press Gazette in Wisconsin reported that a program promotes independence for adults with disabilities. As a social worker, Greg Maloney said he saw the need for support for adults with disabilities who wanted to live more independently beyond the basic daily help they received, leading him to start the Promoting Abilities organization. Participants of the program learn how to care for their everyday needs, gain employment, and live on their own through a skills-building day program or one-on-one home support. Okay, the next uh, bit of news I have for you is from ASCD K-12 Leadership Smart Brief. This says KQED-TV-FM in San Francisco reported that California District Chief stresses listening opportunity. Matt Wayne, the new leader of the San Francisco Unified School District, in this interview discusses challenges facing the district including a budget deficit as well as enrollment and payroll issues. Wayne says he plans to focus on listening and learning as he seeks community input and opportunities to make improvements. Harvard Business Review reported that new strategies bring opportunities as well as losses. New strategies can lead to gains, but leaders must Uh, be cognizant of the losses some teams and other areas of the businesses may suffer suffer as new opportunities are pursued, writes IAE Business School professor Natalie Wise and Roberto Vassallo. Make space and strategic planning processes to explore those losses and who will be affected, they write. And did you know that one in four teachers will be brand new to the profession this year, the school year? Um, How will your district build coaching capacity, address personalized professional learning for your teachers, and improve student outcomes? This was shared by Engage to Learn. I had not heard that one in four. That's kind of scary. What do you think of that? Wisconsin News in Madison, Wisconsin, reports that Wisconsin school librarians released Future Ready Plan. School librarians in a Wisconsin district recently shared a Future Ready Plan for school libraries with the local school board. The eight-part plan includes a focus on technology and training for school librarians. The Daily Journal in Franklin Greenwood, Indiana, reports that Indiana distributes $2.5 million in CTE grants to schools. The Indiana Department of Education was has awarded $2.5 million in grants to schools and universities of Indianapolis through the Explore, Engage, and Experience program, which aims to support career development for students. One district will use this grant to expand its student-operated farm, and another district will invest in its culinary program. Just a moment. Okay, uh, this is from... K-12 Dive, and it was reported through Smart Brief on EdTech. 
And it says, more schools and states open school safety tip lines. A group of a growing number of states and school districts are implementing school safety tip lines in response to violence, which Kenneth Trump, president of consulting firm National School Safety and Security Services, says runs the gamut from 24-7 phone lines to more or to mobile apps. In this article, experts share three tips for running successful tip lines, including offering continuous promotion and allowing an anonymous reporting option. Inside Higher Ed reports that students share five advantages of online learning. Online learning has benefited many students, including those with certain disabilities, notes Karen Powell Sears, an assistant sociology professor at Denison University in Ohio, who queried her students for insights. Virtual classes also put all students on, quote, I'm quoting now, on more equal footing, felt more inclusive and gave students more agency when it came to their health and learning, Sears writes. Education Week reports that teachers concerned about effects of social media. Some educators say they are concerned about the effects of social media on students and want to know more about the companies such as Meta or the Meta or Meta, sorry, are doing to protect students from online bullying and other behaviors. Bill Bass, innovation coordinator for Parkway Schools in Missouri, says there is a lack of trust between teachers and social media companies. It's an interesting statement, isn't it? What do you think of that statement? Higher Ed Dive in the Wall Street Journal reports that uh, the U.S. Education Department on Wednesday allocated just under $198 million in COVID-19 relief funds to 244 historically black colleges and universities and other institutions serving underrepresented students and those from low-income households. With many of the schools asked to ensure at least half the funding goes directly to students. Education Secretary Miguel Cardona said that throughout the coronavirus crisis, quote, and inclusive institutions that serve our highest needs students were hit especially hard. What do you think of that? I mean, $198 million and half is to go directly to students. Okay, so let's see. The next story I have for you is from St. Catharines Standard in Ontario, Canada. Teacher, uh, digital math tools boost student interest. A game-style digital math tools are helping to engage students in lessons and prompting deeper problem assessment and perseverance, says educator Rachel Chaw, who teaches middle grades math at St. Patrick's Catholic Schools in Niagara Falls, Canada. Chaw also notes that addressing students' social and emotional needs and preparing them to thrive in stressful situations is a necessary precursor to effective learning. The Wall Street Journal and Bloomberg reports that Google plans to reduce its hiring pace. Per CEO Sundar Pichai, or I'm not sure how to say that. I know I'm going to butcher it even more. So I'm not going to try. Um, but it's, it's P-I-C-H-A-I. Um, who told employees in an email that, quote, we need to be more entrepreneurial, working with greater urgency, sharper focus, and more hunger than we've shown on sunnier days. Google is the latest tech company to either show either slow hiring or cut back on its employee footprint this year. Okay, I think I've shared this before, but it's an update. It's, this is from 
the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, says students build bridges at engineering camp. Middle school students designed and built miniature bridges during the summer engineering experience camp at Carnegie Mellon University. The bridges were then tested to see how much weight they could bear, with the strongest bridge holding 215 pounds. That's kind of impressive. All right, let's see, I have, um, this is from uh, KPC Media Group in Kendallville, Indiana. It says, Indiana students gather in summer to learn Spanish. A group of about 40 students up to the age of 12 are learning Spanish in an immersive language summer class held at an Indiana church. Games and other activities help the students expand their vocabulary and develop their skills to hold conversations. Uh, Tech and Learning reported that tips for using Minecraft education and lessons. Minecraft education can be used in classroom lessons, asserts Stephanie Smith Buddha, Associate Clinical professor at Drexel University. In this blog post, Buddha shares how the game can be used to develop students' critical thinking, collaboration, communication, and creativity skills and teach students to be active citizens. K-12 Dive reports that more schools, states, open school safety tip lines. Okay, we already did that one. Sorry. <laughs> right in with all these others um all right let me go to a different one here okay this uh, is from ohio ed updates and department of education state and local education news state works with districts to address bus driver shortage the ohio spectrum news reported that the struggle to capture school bus drivers continues as school districts looks to fill vacancies before the next school year starts. David Bolin, director of the Office of Field Services and Transportation at the Ohio Department of Education, said a number of trainings are held throughout the year. Getting drivers isn't the only challenge districts are facing. In October 2021, in Ohio Department of Education implemented a transportation compliance law. That law now means Ohio Department of Education will monitor and make sure that the school districts are provided appropriate and legal transportation across the state. Even so, the bus driver shortages make it tough to comply. The Youngstown Vindicator reports that MCCTC asked counsel for SRO. The City Council on Wednesday heard from the Mahoning County Career and Technical Center, MCCTC, and Superintendent John Zehen Bauer, something like that, (laughs) about the need for a second school resource officer. The MCCTC is the city's jurisdiction. He said a safety committee was put together at the school And the number one concern is having an additional officer. Quote, we have gone from 800 students a few years ago to 1,150 students this year. We absolutely need another person. The Columbus Dispatch reports that district increases pay rates for subs and hires Hamilton as curriculum and gifted director. And... An effort to attract and retain more substitutes to fill in for various staff positions, the Bexley City Schools Board of Education voted 5-0 to increase pay rates at their July 13th monthly meeting. The board also voted 5-0 to hire Shirley Hamilton as the district's new director of curriculum and gifted. Hamilton has worked in various roles as central Ohio school districts and most recently served as a director of secondary education for the new Albany Plain Local School District. Imagine your new bathroom. 
a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Dayton Fox 45 reports that Springfield School District selects a new principal. Schaefer Middle School has a new principal. The Springfield City School District has selected Mr. Zach Rains as the new principal of the middle school. Rains started at the school district in 2010 as a history and government teacher and at the Springfield High School. Since then, Rains has led and held several leadership positions within the district, most recently being Schaefer Middle School's assistant principal. Akron Beacon Journal reports that Stowe and Monroe Falls schools pass a resolution recognizing the LGBTQ plus pride history months. The Stowe-Monroe Falls School Board passed a resolution officially recognizing LGBTQ and plus pride and history months throughout the district. As part of the resolution that was unanimously passed late last month, each school within the district will have a designated liaison to support for LGBTQ plus student groups, including gay, straight alliances, or gender and sexuality alliances. The liaison also will ensure that counselors are able to provide a welcoming space for students to discuss any concerns or other issues. Dayton NBC TV reports that Car or I'm sorry, Care Portal launches to help Springfield students in need. The Springfield City School District and the uh, Nehame or no Ne. Hemaya Foundation, I sorry if I butchered that. A local faith-based nonprofit has collaborated to launch an online tool that aims to fulfill students' needs outside of the classroom. The tool is called the Care Portal and has traditionally been used in job and family services departments. The SCSD is one of the first school districts to use a lot utilize Care Portal. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we're going to be right back. Stay tuned. Hello, listeners. If you're enjoying the Beehive Show on education and want to support or donate to our organization, please visit www.beehiveseducation.org. While you're there, check out our online store. Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. You're listening to Education in the News. This is your host, Pamela Clark. The next story I have for you is from Edutopia, and it's titled, How Place-Based Learning Can Enhance Lessons. Visiting historical places allows students to view and understand the world in ways that can enhance and deepen their learning. Middle school teacher Teague Dubach writes, Dubach describes how visits to Angel Island and Chinatown in San Francisco enhanced a unit about Chinese history and helped make connections between the curriculum and local history. Homeschoolers have known that for a very long time. Biddle Webb asked the question, what is human-centered instructional coaching? A human-centered approach to instructional coaching takes into the account the wants, needs, and success of everyone in the school community. That's a quote from Pam Kuchakas, an educator and author. In this article, Kuchakas explains the approach and shares three questions for reflecting on daily coaching practices, including how to celebrate the expertise that already exists within a team. 
Springfield News Leader in Missouri reports that Missouri launches virtual career training day or training program. The Missouri Department of Higher Education and Workforce Development will partner with Springfield Public Schools platform, launch virtual learning to offer free workforce training and certifications for high schoolers in the state. To start, career and technical training will be available in four pathways, teaching as a profession, marketing, introduction to business, and advanced placement computer science. Education Week reports that after-school programs face staffing shortages. Just like in schools, after-school programs are struggling to fill open positions, according to an Ed Week Research Center survey. After-school programs are also facing budget shortfalls with funds not keeping up with operating expenses. I'm going to uh, share with you a little bit about um, our program right now because we could use some more volunteers. Um, Our organization is completely ran by volunteers and we need some help in our HR department if anyone's interested. Um, And we also need like a publicist, professional fundraisers, um, research department or research coordinators to help research products and um, other opportunities to come to New Heights. We need help with data compilation and document building and a host of other things. You can go to newheightseducation.org and click on volunteer opportunities to see the whole list. Uh, Let us know if you're interested. It takes, depending on the position that you're applying for, It normally takes a resume with three references, including email addresses. If you're working directly with students or um, children, of course, so if you want to apply to be a teacher or tutor with us, then uh, you will need to submit a background check. There's other positions that require that as well, but that should be listed with the positions on our website. So, yeah, if you're interested, please let us know. We could really use some help right now. a moment. Philanthropy News Digest reports that Boralis Philanthropy awards $2.5 million to trans-led groups. Funding from the Minneapolis-based social justice funding intermediary will support transgender gender, excuse me, gender non-conforming and non-binary community efforts to form mutual aid and care networks. Procure community space, expand advocacy work, and support incarcerated migrant, houseless, and disabled trans folks. And a nonprofit concerned about growth insufficient fund survey. Um, it says a survey by accounting from UHY found that the top three concerns among nonprofit organizations today are growing and scaling, insufficient funding for the sector as a whole. Our organization, the New Heights Educational Group, is dealing with this very thing right now. We really need uh, your support and funding of our programs. And um, if you can help with that, you can go to newheightseducation.org and click on support us to learn all the ways that you can support us. Just a moment, I'm looking for the next story here. K-12 Dive reports that educators may be limited in teaching about Roe versus Wade. Some education experts say it could be challenging for educators to teach students about the recent U.S. Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe versus Wade. Jeremy Young, a senior manager of free expression and education at the nonprofit PEN, all in capital letters, P-E-N, America, says recent laws in some states 
limiting instruction on certain topics could result in a, quote, chilling effect on lessons about the landmark decision. And the Desert Sun in Palm Springs, California, reports that a California district approves drone course for middle school um, students. And a California school district will have an opportunity to enroll in a new course uh, called the Art of Drones in the next school year. Students will have an opportunity to operate drones, excuse me, in team challenges and learn programming, physics, and engineering. The 74 reports that program offers tutoring and reading via Zoom. Circle City Prep, a public charter school in Indianapolis, partnered with Ignite Reading to connect students in real time with tutors who support reading instruction and personal engagement, says Megan Murphy, head of school. The program is used by 13 schools in California, Indiana, Massachusetts, and in New York, North Carolina, and Oregon, and expects to expand to 20 schools this fall. Education report, or Education Week, sorry, covered the story learning continues for teachers over summer. Teachers nationwide are funding or are taking time, I'm sorry, teachers nationwide are taking time over the summer for professional development with the goal of bringing what they learn back to the classroom when the school year begins. The National Endowment for the Humanities, for example, offers programs, including one at the University of California at Davis that examines the transcontinental railroad social, political, and economic impact in the U.S. This is a report from Ohio Ed Updates from the Department of Education, State, and Local News. It says, Columbiana Schools to Use Second Resource Officer. The city school district is utilizing a second school resource officer to add another level of safety for students and staff. Superintendent Don Mook said that hiring is in response to the law Governor Mike DeWine signed last month allowing for armed school staff as long as they complete a 24-hour training. Mook said that they that instead of arming staff, the district decided to hire a second school resource officer. The Board of Education approved the hiring during Tuesday's meeting via Memorandum of Understanding between the district and Columbiana Police Department. Warren Tribune Chronicle reports that Warren School District breaks ground on Recreation and Wellness Center. School district and city officials gathered earlier this week for the groundbreaking at Warren City Schools $15 million Recreation and Wellness Center to be constructed adjacent to Molenkoff Stadium. Superintendent Steve Charo said at Tuesday's event, many Board of Education members had the vision of such a center for the Warren community. The Ohio Farm Bureau reports that junior fair board members are ready for full Ohio State Fair. Helping visitors find their way through it all are members of the Ohio State Fair Junior Fair Board. These young men and women aged 16 to 20 from throughout the Buckeye State apply for positions which will put them in direct contact with visitors at the event. The junior fair board members have to be knowledgeable about all aspects of the fair, including the livestock shows, as they help both judge and patrons alike throughout the fair. Ohio State junior fair board members are selected to represent their respective youth organizations, serving as ambassadors for 4-H, FFA, Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, Farm Bureau, Grange, and tech ed 
and they share their experiences and emphasize the value of junior fair with patrons. The Toledo Blade reports that Math Corps brings learning into summer. When the clock strikes 8.30 on this July morning, students file into University Hall on the campus of the University of Toledo. These students are not your typical students. They are taking time out of their summers to improve their math skills at Math Corps. It's a camp the university is offering for the first time this year. Math Corps was founded in 1992 at Wayne State University with the intended goal of teaching math to underprivileged students through bringing together the efforts of middle schoolers, high schoolers, and college students. The curriculum is tailored to the students, which, which can be anything from foundations of algebra to infinitive fractions. Youngstown ABC 33 reports that a local school hiring multiple in multiple positions. East Liverpool City Schools is hiring for the upcoming school year. In a post on their Facebook page, they say they have multiple positions open. This includes behavioral specialists and teachers. You can find those job listings on the school's website. Bear with me as I bring up the next story to share you, share with you, I should say. Okay, this is from ASCD Smart Brief. <clears throat> Got quite a few repeats. EdSource reports that districts develop students' career life skills. The California School District has shifted its focus from standardized tests to developing students' career and life skills, an approach that has improved outcomes for students writes Michael Matsuda, superintendent of the Anaheim Union High School District. In this commentary, Masuda writes that Anaheim Union students are graduating from college at higher rates than students from other districts. M Live in Michigan reports that Michigan campers learn about March to End Gun Violence. Lance's Life Camp in Kalamazoo, Michigan is a program designed to teach students ages 11 to 16 about gun violence as well as responsible ownership. Outreach manager James Harris states, quote, it's not really the gun that's the issue, it's the people who are carrying them. Educational Leadership reports that TIPS do help schools achieve organizational wellness. The past two and a half years have been challenging and traumatizing for school staffers who now, who know, or I'm sorry, let me read this, I think it's got some misspellings, um, who should turn their attention to post-traumatic growth, asserts Mona Johnson, Executive Director of Wellness and Support in the Social or in the South Kitsap School District in Port Orchard, Washington. In this commentary, Johnson shares strategies to help students or schools move toward organizational wellness. Okay, I think it's time for another quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Stay tuned for more news. Right now, right you now. might be struggling through your classes, classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals. At One Day University, 
we feature hundreds of top-rated professors from Stanford, Harvard, Michigan, Texas, UCLA, and other schools across the world to explore history, music, politics, art, science, and much more. Every Wednesday, our weekly Scholar Newsletter includes five fascinating short video clips of our most notable professors discussing a brand new topic, plus special reports and topical debates as well. Sign up for free at OneDayU.com. That's O-N-E-D-A-Y-U.com. New on Curiosity Stream, have researchers figured out a mathematical formula for success? A clearer understanding of how success happens could lead us to change the rules. Gain a new perspective on getting ahead. It's science of success. And the U.S. won the space race, but not without help from the Nazis. They were just years ahead of us. Meet NASA's rocket scientists of the Third Reich on the moon landing and the Nazis. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. This is Education in the News, and uh, I'm Pamela Clark. So, um, the next story I have for you is from Philanthropy News Digest, and it says, um, Arkansas Food Bank receives $4 million grant from the Walmart Foundation. The largest grant in Northwest Arkansas Food Bank's history will be used to build the Volunteer Center at the Food Bank Center for hunger relief in Lowell, Arkansas, and provide three years of startup costs for new and expanding programs. Marion University awarded $5 million to expand engineering schools. So that's a repeat from earlier, so I'm not going to read that one. Um, Katz Amsterdam Philanthropies award grants totaling $7.25 million dollars. The funding includes 29 grants totaling $5.25 million to community-based organizations in support of efforts to strengthen civic engagement within BIPOC communities and 11 grants totaling $2 million to organizations supporting women's reproductive rights. The Heart Association awards $20 million to improve pregnancy outcomes. The grants to universities across the U.S. will support projects to improve health outcomes where pregnancy-related complications and deaths disproportionately affect black and Native American pregnant people and their babies. And with $20 billion gift, Gates Foundation is going to be boost payout to $9 million, billion, excuse me. I said again, that's a $20 billion. I don't know if I said billion, uh, but it's $20 billion gift from co-chair Bill Gates that brings its endowment to $70 billion. The foundation will increase its annual payout by 50% over pre-pandemic levels and response to compounding global crisis, including the pandemic, rising inflation, the war on Ukraine, and so forth. So... Right. Homeschool Legal Defense reports that a district makes up deadline for homeschool evaluation and then threatens to terminate the program. A public school official informed a member family that they had to submit student evaluations by August 1st or run the risk of their homeschool being terminated. To learn all about this story, they go on to Homeschool Legal Defense Administration, so hslda.org, and look up the title, District Makes Up Deadline, and um, it should pop up. We will be sharing it in an upcoming magazine, and um, yeah, probably just in the magazine. Bear with me as I bring up the next story. Bear with me. All right, let's see. A lot of repeats. Um, yeah, a lot of repeats. 
This is from the 74, and it, it's titled, Program Offers Tutoring and Reading VIA Zoom. Circle City Prep, a public charter school in Indianapolis, partnered with Ignite Reading to connect students in real time with tutors who support reading instruction and personal engagement, says Megan Murphy, head of school. The program is used by 13 schools in California, Indiana, Massachusetts, New York, North Carolina, and Oregon, and expects to expand to 20 schools this fall. Just to remind everyone, we have a tutoring program here at New Heights as well, um, and pre-recorded courses um, for you to learn about as well. The Champion and Decatur Georgia reports that a Georgia school expands access to digital reading materials. Two school districts in Georgia are partnering with their local library system to expand students' access to digital reading sources, resources. Through the program, students will be able to access digital materials such as ebooks and audiobooks available through the school and public libraries, including material and in languages other than English. Education Week reports that a funding boost and new rules proposed for community schools. The Department of Education has proposed a 2023 funding increase to nearly $470 million for community schools, which is hoped to increase access to education, mental health, and related support for students. The department also announced new rules under which schools would be required to meet certain criteria to qualify for a share of $68 million in grant funding. And uh, this is from H-E-A-L-I-O. Helio says, Study Ball of Vapton Fails to Improve Socialization for Pediatric ASD. Research published in JAMA Psychiatry found that Ball Vapton, or Vapton, whatever it is, compared with the placebo failed to improve socialization and communication among children ages 5 to 17 years old with pediatric autism spectrum disorder over 24-week study. Researchers also noted no improvements for secondary endpoints among those who took valvaptin compared with placebo. Although the treatment was well tolerated with no treatment associated with safety issues. WHYY-TV and WHYY-FM in Philadelphia reports that a Delaware bill would require media literacy lessons. The Delaware legislature has passed a bill that would require schools to teach evidence-based media literacy standards to better help stu students determine facts from fiction online. The bill, awaiting Governor John Carney's signature, also would focus on teaching about inappropriate technology use, such as bullying. I mean, this could be a good or a bad thing. It kind of depends on what their definition of, of fiction and non-fictional media is. Because different points of opinion doesn't necessarily mean that someone's not right. So, there is that. <laughs> Education reports, Education Week reports that a superintendent uses tech background in new role. A Kelly May Volmer, superintendent of Desert Sands Unified School District in California, previously served as school principal and the director's chief technology officer in this interview. May Volmer tells why it's important for school leaders to have some understanding of technology and describes her experience as often being the, quote, only woman in the room. Connecticut Public Radio reports that Connecticut 
is to offer a student loan subsidy for teachers. Connecticut education officials have announced a new state-funded loan subsidy program to help student students, I'm sorry, to help teachers in the state refinance their student loans at a lower rate interest rate. Teachers who work in one of the state's 36 alliance districts are eligible for 3% interest rate subsidies. Bringing up the next news story, bear with me. The Topeka Capital Journal in Kansas reports that a Kansas board helps retired teachers return to the classroom. The Kansas State Board of Education voted this week to ease the path for retired teachers to come back into the classroom amid, amid a sustained teacher shortage in the state and increase in teacher retirements in recent years. Education Commissioner Randy Watson says the action is a temporary measure while the states consider more long-term solutions. WKFR FM in Battle Creek, Michigan says that Michigan students have access to mobile library. A mobile library called the Big Read Machine is visiting students in a Michigan community this summer to help engage them in reading. Students can board the library on wheels, a renovated school bus, with their school-issued identification. KSL-TV in Salt Lake City reports that Utah aims to boost civic education in schools. Teachers in Utah want to teach civics, but, the lack, but they lack the resources. According to a survey by the Department of History and Political Science and Center for Constitutional Studies at Utah Valley University, the state now requires civic education to be taught in schools and new civic thought and leadership initiatives at the University Center for Constitutional Studies is supporting the effort. New York City schools install refrigerators for students. This story comes to you from Chalkbeat. It says schools in New York are partnering with community organizations and volunteers to expand students' access to food by stocking on-campus community refrigerators with plant-based food options. The goal is to help curb childhood hunger while offering alternatives to processed foods. Check the time here. Don't have a lot of time left. Might have a few more things to share with you. Bear with me while I bring them up. Uh, most of the um, most of our radio shows, we kind of uh, build a document uh, before the show, but. With so much news coming in from so many sources, it's, it's just too much um, to be able to do that. So these take a little more extra time to share. Um, this is from Ohio at Updates, Department of Education, State and Local News. Um, it says, Columbus Messenger, CW Schools named new superintendent. A familiar face will take the helm of Canal Winchester Schools in August during a special meeting July 6. The Canal Winchester Board of Education as board members select current assistant superintendent Kaya Hunt as the district's next superintendent. The board will vote on a contract to formally hire Hunt as its July 18th board meeting. Hunt fills the position vacated by Jim Sotler, who resigned as superintendent effective July 31st, 2022 to accept other employment. 
Dayton Daily News, public, private, charter, and more school choices can be tough for families. Miami Valley's families have many choices on where to send their kids to for uh, K-12 schools. Make Making that choice between public, charter, private school, STEM, or homeschool can be difficult. But there are tools available. Families have to weigh which is best for their student and family finances and their local public school, which is open to everyone. A private school, which will generate which are generally religious, a charter school, either online or in person, or homeschooling, which can be time-intensive. <laughs> I'm going to chuckle at that because you send your kids to public school and, you know, it's eight hour or more days, right? So, um, but to be a homeschooler, you only have to homeschool for five hours a day. Five. But that's considered time-intensive. Um, and FYI, New Heights helps families with all of these things they just mentioned. And we're, we do it um, in a way that, you know, is um, that just educates you. We want whatever you want. So it doesn't matter to us what you choose, but we're here to help you with the choice. And then you decide to homeschool. Um, we can help you with setting up all of that. So anyways, we do things a lot more simple and, and easy to get started. So you, you may want to look into what we offer if you haven't already. Youngstown ABC 33 reports that Warren Schools holds groundbreaking. Okay, we, I shared that one earlier. Sorry, they're all mixed in here. Okay, um, Dayton Daily News reports an $8.8 million arts expansion for Oakwood Schools starts new phase. The next phase is expected to start soon, and an $8.8 million private-funded project for new and upgraded arts facilities in Oakwood Junior High and High School Oakwood Schools Foundation has given $640,000 to the school's pre-construction costs for Flourish Project. An official said the flourish plan is for the 114 year old building on Far Hills Avenue to designate and um, quote to alleviate and celebrate the arts in Oakwood. The OSF has said. And Cleveland.com reports that. Parma City Schools Nutrition Services is once again teaming up with the Greater Cleveland Food Bank for a food distribution event taking place from 10 a.m. to noon um, on Monday, July 18th in the back parking lot of Parma High School. Quote, with rising inflation, especially food and gas, we know it's kind of hurting our community. Parma City Schools Nutrition Services Supervisor Bob Gorman said, Families are encouraged to pre-register, which remains open through the day of the distribution. Gorman expects more than 800 families to participate, with each receiving produce and dry goods. Here are the things I wanted to share with you um, before I say goodbye today is um, I was recently a guest speaker for HECOA H-E-C-O-A dot com and uh, you can go to it and look me up Pamela Clark and it, I spoke about educating your children with some some of the best curriculums learning about the many opportunities in the world of education uh, with myself and um, yeah just kind of sharing what is out there from student leadership educational resources and free and discounted courses for students so you can look that up in September I'll post that public um, speaking engagement on our website as well I want to give it some time for ACOA to just have it on their site since I was speaking for them 
And then would you do us a favor? Would you vote for us? Um, we've been nominated for the Reader's Choice Award at fortwayne.com backslash Reader's Choice. Click on Education and scroll down to you find New Heights Educational Group. You can vote for us from July 10th through the 31st. And um, I want to remind you of Barbara Bullen's show on Sundays, always posted by 5 p.m. My show is every Wednesday by 6 p.m. Thanks for joining me today. Until next time. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings. At One Day University, we feature hundreds of top-rated professors from Stanford, Harvard, Michigan, Texas, UCLA, and other schools across the world to explore history, music, politics, art, science, and much more. Every Wednesday, our weekly scholar newsletter includes five fascinating short video clips of our most notable professors discussing a brand new topic, plus special reports and topical debates as well. Sign up for free at OneDayU.com. That's O-N-E-D-A-Y-U.com.